Welcome to My Bible Study, a verse-by-verse devotional study through the Bible with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. In this unique series, Pastor Bob takes you through the Bible just a few verses at a time. No preaching, just a simple Bible reading with examples and explanations of the meaning behind the Scriptures. My Bible Study will take you from Genesis chapter 1 all the way through the book of Revelation. Now, here is Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Boundaries of Canaan's territory are described in chapter er, chapter 10, verse 19. And I'm not going to take time to read it. Uh, well, okay, the border, ch- chapter 10, verse 9, the border of the Canaanites was from Sidon as you come to Gerar, unto Gaza as you go, unto Sodom and Gomorrah, Admah, and Zebuim, even unto Lasha. So what all is that saying? It's a particular region, Israel, was to go in and conquer. That's why that's described in detail there. Many of the lesser-known tribes bordered the land of Palestine. Moses wrote this so that Israel would know who these people were in relation to God's promises of blessing and cursing on who? The descendants of Noah. (coughs) Excuse me. Remember, the descendants of Noah, the three sons, and Ham, because of what he did in embarrassing Noah and, and not honoring him and you know all that that we covered last time, ended up with his son Canaan being cursed as servant of all. And this is the land that they inhabited. Now, Noah, in explaining the history of the Hebrew people to and writing it down in detail, remember they're fulfilling God's word. They are God's chosen people. They are descendants of Shem, which we'll get into. And they are supposed to have the descendants of Canaan as their servants. The Canaanites are not supposed to reign over the Hebrews. And that's the point Moses is trying to make. Okay, These are the areas they live in. This is the area God says he's given you. You have a godly inheritance from them. You can take that land from them because God said so. All right? And that's, you know, so that the people of Israel, Moses writing this down, so the people of Israel would know who these people were that they are going in to invade. Okay? Now, grandchildren for the, from the four sons of Ham. We're getting into the grandchildren again. Sabia, or Sabas who founded the Sabians, Evelas, Havilah, which founded the Evelians, which are called Getuli, the Sabbaths founded the Sabathians, they are now called Greeks uh, today, uh, Sabacus, called the Sapacatans, Ragmas, Rama, the Ragmans, he had two sons, one of whom was Judatus, settled the Judidians, that might be the Sheba, you know, remember the, the Queen of Sheba, uh, nation of the Western Ethiopians, they left them his name, as the Sabas did to the Sabians. Nimrod, the son of Cush, a famous one there, stayed and basically became a, a tyrant for Babylon in that area, as we already mentioned. All the children of Mezrim, being eight in number, possessed the country from Gaza to Egypt, though it retained the name of only one person. Then you got the Philistium, the Kulishites, for the Greeks call that part of the country Palestine. Uh, as for the rest, you got Ludicum, which is Ludites, Animan, uh, Adamites, Labium, 
which says Lahabadites, who alone inhabited Libya, and called the country after himself. Nadium, which is the Naphtalites. Uh, again, my Greek's not, you know, what some people might consider uh, conversational, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, you got Petherism, you got Chesilium, he's the eighth son that came after the biblical table of nations. Uh, you got Caphtorium, we know nothing about them that I could find uh, for this research besides their name, uh, except mentioning the Ethiopian War, which we'll describe if we have time later. Uh, that was the cause that those cities were overthrown. The sons of Canaan, this is where I want to get to. These were Sidonius, who also built a city by the name, uh, his own name. It's called Sidon by the Greeks. Amethyst, which is the Hamathites, inhabited Amathai, which is now called Amethyst by the inhabitants. The Macedonians called it Epiphena after one of his own children. Aridus, Aridus possessed the island Aridus. Uh, the Archites possessed Ar A-R-C-E is the way it's spelled, which is in Lebanaeus. Uh, the Chetuites, they're probably the Hedites. Jebusites, the Jebusites founded Jerusalem. And again, they came from Ham. Uh, Amorites, uh, the Girgashites, the Hevites, the Sinites. Sinai is named for this tribe. Perhaps those that left and settled the Orient. Uh, Zimorites, we have nothing that I could find about them. But basically the Hebrews overthrew all their cities. And all the calamities that came upon them because of the curse upon Canaan, and therefore their land belongs to the sons of Shem. So, let's go now into Shem. Shem, the third son of Noah. Now, Shem had five sons who inhabited the land that began at the Euphrates and reached all the way to the Indian Ocean. Of the sons of Shem, Eber is named at the head of the list. That's in verse 21 of chapter 10, and mentioned again in verse 24, because the word Hebrew probably comes from his name. Elam was the ancestor of the Elamites who lived in southeast Mesopotamia. Asher was apparently the founder of the Assyrians, although nothing's known of him. Uh, our Paxus God was in the line leading up to Abraham. That's in chapter 11, verses 10 through 26. Lud was probably the Ludbu of the Assyrians situated in the Tigris River. Aram is the name of the Armenian tribes who lived on the steppes of the Mesopotamia. Uh, you know, something I want to note here is the name Peleg. It's in verse 25, whose name in Hebrew means divided. That in the days, in his days, the earth was divided. Most likely, this refers to the dividing of the nations at Babel. Okay, so chronologically, Genesis 11 would fit in here, which we'll cover next time. Uh, so it was during Nimrod's time, three or four generations after the flood. So if Nimrod built Babylon, then God could have scattered the nations in his day, uh, after which he moved north to conquer Nineveh. Now, let's go over uh, the sons of Shem here. You got the children of Shem, which is Noah's grandchildren, start off with Elam, left behind uh, him the Elamites, the ancestors of the Persians. Asher lived in the city of Nineveh, named his subject Assyrians, who became the most fortunate nation beyond uh, all the others. 
Arphaxad, named Arphaxadites, who are now called Chaldeans. Aram had the Amorites, which the Greeks call Syrians today. Uh, or then Laod founded the Lodites, which are now called Lydians. Uh, then they had the four sons of Aram, which is another son of Shem. Uz founded Trachonidas and Damascus. This country lies between... Uh, well, right, I'm not going to get into the map locations because it'll just confuse you. Uh, then you got Hul, founded Armenia. Gather, uh, Mesa, which is Meshach, the Messenians, is now called Cherex Bassania, I guess. Uh, the best I can pronounce it. Selah, the son of Arphaxad. His son was Eber, from whom they originally called the Jews Hebrews. Okay, so we're tracing now from Noah through Shem, right? And now we're getting into the grandchildren, and we're, we're making that connection between Noah and eventually Abraham. Okay, that's, that's why all this is in here in such detail, because you can trace Jesus' genealogy all the way back to Abraham, and then from Abraham back to Shem, and from Shem, obviously, to uh, Adam and Eve, right? Okay, so Eber begot Joktan and Peleg, right? Remember Eber, the original one where, from, what we, from which we get the word Hebrews, okay? Abraham was called the first Hebrew, or the first person in the Bible actually called a Hebrew, which means a descendant of Eber. Eber, okay? So Eber begat Joktan and Peleg. Uh, again, he was called Peleg because he was born at the, disper the, spur the dispersion of the nations to the various countries. For Peleg among the Hebrews signifies division. Okay, you got to understand that. Joktan, one of the sons of Eber, had these sons, Alamadad, Shelephah, Hasmarath, Jera, Hadronom, Uzal, Dekla, Obla, Amela, you know, it goes on and on. These all inhabited uh, an area called Coffin, an Indian river and part of Asia that adjoins it. And let's just say that's enough for the concerning the sons of Shem. Now, now we made it through that, okay? It, it took a while, but remember, we're going verse by verse. It's important we go over this. Brother, I, that's why I skip over all this stuff, because it just confuses me, okay? Again, the Bible is detailing this because it's important for us to understand how the dispersion was actually the descendants of Noah spreading out into the earth. And if you recall from last session, you know, we were focusing in here on Shem. Shem was the one who was blessed, he and Japheth. And while Ham and his son Canaan were cursed, and that's what's going to set up even to this day what you see going on in the Middle East. Now when we get there in Genesis 14, we'll be able to see, because it's believed that the king of peace or the king of Jerusalem or Melchizedek, which is called the king of Salem, which is Jerusalem, was this man named Shem. He was Abraham's, now I'm going to try and count this off right, Shem was Abraham's great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfather. Okay? He must have been extremely old, and he's probably wondering who he was going to pass the blessing on to before he died. Uh, because you know he's not observing any godly folks <laughs> around him and he knows he has a blessing to give and you know that 
this is the one who possesses the blessing. Who is he going to, you know, it has to be someone who is worthy. And we'll get into this, you know, uh, you know, how can I say this? I don't want to get into it too, in too much detail because we're going to cover that when we get over there to Genesis 12. But he heard about one of his descendants who had defeated three major kings and their armies with just a handful of men. And upon inquiry, he discovered this man, Abram, was his you know, great-grandson times six, six generations. He believed and worshipped the same God that he and his father believed in during the flood. Well, he finally found who he could give the blessing to. So he made haste. He came down to bless Abram. And, and like I said, I'm getting way ahead of myself now. And we'll get into what all that takes place there a few more generations. But this is a descendant. Abram is a de- descendant six, seven generations deep from Shem. All right. Now, some have suggested that this division of the earth is in reference to what we covered a couple sessions ago about the continental drift. After the flood, the, before the flood, it was all one big landmass. After the flood, it started drifting apart. So as people were dispersing, they were actually drifting apart, and they would have their own cultures and languages and all that. And so, you know, uh, there is scientific evidence to support that theory, although most would date it far earlier than this, but even in the last century before science even advanced that idea, some suggested that's what happened. So it's interesting that in Greek, the word for sea is palegos, which we get archipelago from this, or archaeology. If there was a catastrophic upheaval in Peleg's day, in which the continent started to move apart and the sea broke in on the land, both the Greek and the Hebrew meaning of Peleg's name would make complete sense of division. Okay? Again, we're only speculating on that point. So with that, as the overview, what can we learn from them spiritually? There's basically three things I want you to take away from today's study. Thank you for joining Pastor Bob as he leads you verse by verse through the Bible in this series called My Bible Study. We pray this study will bring you closer to God and reveal His Word and His will for you through the Scriptures. We would consider it an honor and a blessing if you would support this outreach with your financial offerings. We have partnered with Patreon to offer you unique gifts and benefits for various levels of giving. Please visit our page on Patreon by going to patreon.com forward slash podcast, all one word. That link again is patreon.com forward slash my Bible study podcast, all one word. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do.